Hello everyone, Alex is back, and we have a special guest. Hello everyone, this is Maxwell. <laughs> so we are totally just winging this. We are sitting on the floor in my office, and I asked Maxwell if he wanted to come on because he is somebody that is now hosting men's circles here at Mystic Movement. Do you want to go ahead and tell our listeners what that is exactly? Yeah, I actually just finished it, and that's when you texted me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hey, Maxwell, you want to come back here and record? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is the last minute, but okay, you know what, whatever the universe brings to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I host the men's group here at uh, Mystic Movement. It was something I always felt called to do, like I wanted to be of service. Having done my own personal growth and meeting everyone at Mystic Movement and even getting to know you, Tasha. And we've talked about how we can expand what we're doing. And you mentioned you wanted to incorporate a men's group. And that was kind of like something popped. I totally manifested that. Yeah. Remember a while back, I was like, oh, now we need to get men in here who can host men's groups. And then Maxwell, I was like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when you mentioned that, I just really felt called to do that. And um, where was I going with that? Well, like what are men's circles about? Oh, yeah. So I just felt, you know, there's this need for a group of men supporting each other and really holding space for each other without judgment because in society especially in this american culture like i grew up overseas you know there it was like a completely different culture over mm -hmm. there and then moving here you know i was really met with like this masculine macho toxic masculinity kind of culture and i chose to go into the automotive trade so like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that atmosphere but it really like shocked me and uh, I was like, oh, this is my new norm. You know, this is kind of the society you have to integrate with. And I learned how to integrate with that, but it always felt really not me. It was really foreign. And, you know, traveling around the world and seeing different cultures and knowing, like, this isn't how men should be, mm -mm. should behave, made me realize that after doing my self-work and learning like realizing that this isn't our true potential. This is a really like suppressed thing. Men should not feel emotions. Men should bury things. Men shouldn't cry. Men shouldn't like, cry. Yeah. yeah. Or anything woman-like is not yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is such a limiting belief. Like we have such potentials to be emotional creatures and to love and to share our emotions and to cry when we need to, you know, and like process things like a normal human being should, you know. And it wasn't until further on in my personal development that I learned about the masculine and feminine energy that both men and women and whoever in between or whatever mm -hmm. you identify with, we all have those two energies. And if you're too much in one side, too much in another side, it has different effects. But... I knew in this society, men were really suffering. And you can see that in the, this world where the suicide rates in men are really mm -hmm. high. Yeah. Mass shooters are, are all male, like all these terrible things. Even world leaders and, you know, the war going on in the past and even right now, like all these things 
were, I don't know, like, exactly where they came from. But yeah. Like, <laughs> but there's just this, like, world of men that are hurting and not, not really seeing their higher self. Because like, of how they were raised and what they were taught. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, and hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring something up. Um, this happens, so you have to forgive me. Oh, yeah, hey, it happens to all of us. <laughs> yeah. And think about relationships, too. You know, it's like women are wanting that emotional side from men. But yeah, here, like we're literally sitting here begging men to have empathy and yeah. compassion. But a lot of the times, you know, when you're unhealed or going through your own stuff, like you want that, and then when a man comes and shows that, they're like, then you're like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? Right, yeah. there's that aspect, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so thankful that you are here hosting, you know, these groups now because so, so many men need it. Like yeah. men need it just as much as women, if not more, to be honest. I mean, right. yeah. who knows? But yeah, and that was a huge decision I had to make because I started out hosting goddess circles, mm-hmm. all women. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I think, how long have we been doing this now? Almost a year, maybe? Yeah, almost Men a year. and women. Mm-hmm. And that was really, that was kind of a... Well, yeah, it was a hard decision at that time. I remember being like, seeing so many men come through the door here at Mystic. Yeah, but there was a couple females that started to feel really uncomfortable because they have a lot of trauma. And that was one of my fears is we were going to lose some women, but I had to decide, like, it's time. Well, and it really did help them grow from that fear as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now our circles are half women, half men, or Mm -hmm. more men, more women. I mean, every every single one is different, but... Yeah, it's just much needed for everybody. Yeah, and that that reminded me of what I was going to say is that, you know, hurt men can cause so much damage. Yeah. And uh-huh. by men doing their healing, we not only heal ourselves, but we we help ourselves, we help heal women, we help heal children. Mm-hmm. You Your know, parents. a hurt man, like, the effects of that is yeah. large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. On that note, so what would you say have been, like, on your own personal healing journey? What kind of work have you been doing? I'll, like, discredit myself. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, But kind of like my awakening from this actually happened January of this year. Other people can look at it and be like, oh, that wasn't a very long period of time. But I felt like, and I've even been told, wow, you've come a long way in a short period of time. And I think like I was supposed to do that. Everybody's journey is so different. And right. I've witnessed that with you too. You right. Know? And it actually started with a breakup that I had with my girlfriend at the time. Because I was like unaware of things I was going through. But I was kind of questioning why was I feeling a lot of anxiety and to the point where it was like crippling like one day I had to like leave work because wow. I was just yeah. having so much anxiety and I was like what the hell is going on because like, of your thoughts because of my thoughts yeah. like I was like what is going on because this is triggering me so um before the breakup I was already starting to analyze that um where is this coming from and I was you know hashtag tiktok saved my life you know like <laughs> it kind of like learned my algorithm as to what I was interested in and I started just watching a lot of videos on what relationships are like or healthy relationships mature relationships are supposed to look like and one thing that caught my eye that kind of started this whole snowball 
is uh, avoidant versus, um, shoot, I always forget the other one. Dismissive? Uh, avoidant versus anxious attachment okay. styles. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I totally identify as an anxious attachment person, you know? And then my girlfriend at the time was a completely avoidant, you know? Okay. So I was like, sure. oh, this, mm -hmm. is, this is really interesting because this is exactly what's happening to me right now. So I was like, oh, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. And like that kind of just became my lifestyle is just wanting to learn about me and about like what's going on and it went from TikTok videos which I still do watch and it's kind of like my tarot cards sometimes. Oh yeah, you isn't know, it like... funny how whatever you're going through <laughs> literally you pop up your feed yeah. and it's about everything yeah, you're going through. Yeah, it'll be like through. two yeah. or three videos down and I'm like yes, that's yes. what I needed to hear. Yeah, yeah I was, love it. Yeah, and Maxwell was just telling me earlier that like my videos, my TikTok videos oh, have yeah. been hitting him pretty hard. Yes, <laughs> that's how it is for me too. I get on Instagram as my daily therapy. Mm -hmm. I literally only follow, you know, just positive stuff, spiritual stuff, right. and it readings, whatever, and it always relates to what's going on in my life right. at that time. Yeah. It's and so cool. Like, I'm not a huge astrology person, but like every time, you know, like when the new moons pop up or like when uh, people send me videos around full moons or new moons, and then I, I watch them, like the one you sent me <clears throat> yesterday. Night, yeah. yeah, last night. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is exactly what I'm going through. And the mm -hmm. person that was talking, it was really reaffirming because I was like, oh, I'm already doing these things. Mm -hmm. But I think it takes, like, a certain level of awareness, you know, because, like, I am a very introspective person. I don't just meander through life reacting from everything. I mean, I, I do to a us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still human. Like, We're all, yeah. It still affects me, but it's like I question it. I'm aware of it. And I look back and I'm constantly trying to learn and level up, per se, you know, because I'm getting to the point where I'm like tired of the. 3D world. Oh yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. I know I don't know if everyone like is familiar with that terminology, but pretty much we live in the third dimension. And do you want to explain that like the difference between oh. 3D and 5D? So 3D and 5D like Tasha said, we're living in the 3D world right now. This is a matrix. Mhm. Mm and what we're shifting into, which was why all these wars are happening, all of this is we're shifting into a 5D dimension where it's the new earth. Um, Dolores Cannon um, is, has a great way of explaining it. It's literally going to be like a whole other earth. And in order for us to get to that earth, we have to ascend. And so that's kind of what the collective and the world is going through right now, which is... Um, we're trying to get to that higher dimension. Yeah, and we were just talking about this earlier, yeah. too. Like, it's not just me saying this. I, you know, through things I do in, like, retreats I go to or just normal things that I come in contact with, like, people that are more in their higher spiritual self or shamans and energy workers, they've told me all the same thing. There is a coming of something's going to happen we don't know what it is, but the old world's going to crumble and mm -hmm. it's going to require people who have done the work, who are mm -hmm. in their higher self, in the 4D, in the 5D, to 
bring up this new world order. You know, even in the faith that I was raised in, I've since left it because, like, religion. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I'm not bashing religion. Like, there's there's definitely a lot good in it. I didn't like the dogmatic part of it and the, and the administrative part of it. But even in the religion I was raised in, prophesized this happening. So, like, it's re- it was really interesting, like, having that reaffirmed and that there is a calling and there is a a awakening of more and more individuals Mm -hmm. that like i don't know what's going to (laughs) happen in the future it's going to require these individuals to kind of raise their vibrations raise their vibration and rebuild or Mm -hmm. i don't know restructure what we think is working now but is actually not yeah Well, and that's um, also kind of what COVID brought about. Totally. Mm -hmm. I don't even say it was a pandemic. It was an awakening. It It forced people to go inward. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's part of what's Mm -hmm. happening. We're going to have another one of those for the rest of the people that didn't go through the awakening for COVID, unfortunately. The whole goal of the fifth dimension is to get to a place of love and acceptance and forgiveness and, you know, get rid of the shame and guilt and fear and, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's really operating your highest self and to your full potential. You know, like, personally, I see myself in kind of moving into the 4D, if not already. I don't, like, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) I don't know exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I know that I'm just kind of tired of all the Mm -hmm. 3D crap. Yeah. I value people's journeys, and they are where they're at in their life, you know? I kind of just want to stay away from (laughs) people um, And you can choose to do that. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and I think that's through relationships with other people, either, like, platonic or romantically. Like, I realize... Certain people will are stuck in that in their trauma, mm-hmm. so they act a certain way. Victim mentality. Victim mentality, mm-hmm. or like they're just fear based. Fear based, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or not doing the work necessary to grow and to heal from those traumas. That was really not attractive to me, and like mm-hmm. not even attractive, but just kind of pushing my energy away. I always tell people too, like, you know, the more you raise your vibration, people are either going to match you or they're going to get left behind. Mm -hmm. You know, just keep doing what you're doing and those people will fall off and then new people will come in. It's like you have to clear space in order to make space for new things to come in. New level, new devil is what I say. Ah, I've never heard that one. Yeah, really trying to transcend this, like, yeah, the, the 3D-ness yeah. mm-hmm. that's happening because from what the relationship I just got out of, like, I realized that, you know, there was a point where they were like, oh, you're too good for me. And, yeah, a lot of TikTok videos and stuff are just, just like, oh, if you hear that, run, right? But, like, <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. I'm super loving. I like to see the best in people. I overlook Very people's passionate. faults because I would expect the same thing in return, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not perfect. But I believe that I'm awesome, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, you have good intentions. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this with ego, but it's like I have good intentions, you know? I'm working on myself. I'm doing these things outside 
of my normal routine. Like I do yoga, I go to the gym, I host men's group. Like I'm doing all these things and I do like healing journeys. <laughs> and and like, I think getting confident with saying that though too. Like, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, I own that not shit. from ego. I go around saying, I know what I bring to the table. Right. I know my worth mm-hmm. and it's not cocky. It's confident no. because... I just, I, I know what I bring to the table, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I've worked hard to get here yeah. and when, anybody who takes it that way, sorry. that's on them. You know, yeah. it's like, they don't know me then. Cause anybody mm-hmm. who does know me or who is on my level, like all you guys like, hell yeah, girl, you know, we support right. each other and we lift each other up. Yeah. And that's one thing I've been learning recently too. Cause like a lot of people, when they think it's cockiness or things like that, like it's really the ego kind of mm-hmm. taking taking the driver's seat and i mean i i think we can do like a whole different episode on like the Mm -hmm. ego we do that that a lot we'll start to okay let's save that for our next episode yeah 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 but it's really just like a major projection that's being put onto you from other Mm -hmm. people they see or even yourself yeah right it's like they see an aspect of themselves in you or you see in somebody else and it's triggering but get excited about exactly. being triggered. I tell exactly. people, right. it's an like, opportunity to Yeah, grow. definitely. Yeah, and I realized the importance of really, like, pausing and dropping into yourself. Because I'm an overgiver. I'm an overlover. Like, yeah, we were just to, talking about that earlier. <laughs> to, the, to the point that I forget my own needs, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's important, yeah, to pause, drop into yourself, you know, whatever you need to do. There's different methods like in my men's group just now like i was sharing pranayama breathing techniques tapping whatever you need to do to calm the mind and from being in a reactive state to like a more inward focusing state and really listening to your body and realizing what are my needs especially in conflict and you know looking back i wasn't great at doing that i think after my experience i'm definitely gonna catch myself and practice those things but you know like if if you're talking to somebody and they shut down my immediate reaction is like oh i've done something wrong you know or like oh my gosh like i've hurt this person but i was just being my normal self something triggered in the other person they shut down and had nothing of, to do with had you. Had nothing to do yeah. with me. So instead of like immediately being like, oh, I did something wrong. I'm a terrible person. You're like, no, wait, pause. Let me focus on me. Drop into my body. What am I feeling right now? I'm feeling like this is not an alignment. This is not how a relationship should be. Like I shouldn't be just completely cut off and treated like shit, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I should have realized that at that point you know like one time two times okay like then you have a conversation about it if it's if it's kind of becoming a pattern but if you can't even have a conversation or if there's no um they're not there's no repair repair or Mm -hmm. like the other person's not working on it like that's kind of a clear indication that hey i'm not I shouldn't be here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely. Yeah, but if the person's like, oh, you know, realizes, can communicate, notices this as an issue, it's affecting you, wants to work on it, is working on it, like, then, you know, you're like, okay, this is cool, you know, I can see us growing together, but if there isn't any of that, it's kind of just like, 
is this really where you should be? I just feel like everything, and hey, I've been there too. I mean, right. I used to like scream and fight with, you know, my mom, my sister, my ex-husband, and not having an argument with anybody in over two years. It's just one of those things that there is no reason to raise our voices. There is mm-hmm. no reason for it to get that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're still working on that one. I'm like, Alex, stop it. We'll be driving. We'll just go at it with Steven. And I'm like, Alex, calm down. But yeah, they're like everything should be able to be talked out, right. you know, right. just mm-hmm. it's learning how to communicate. But you are going to come across people who don't know how to control their emotions or, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, it takes practice. Yeah. And it's also OK to not be perfect at it. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's right. part and of the human experience. To accept people, you know? accept people that they, too, are not perfect because like we're we ourselves are not perfect. Why would I expect anyone Absolutely. else to be? But that's the point of view I came from. It's like, I, I love this person. Even their flaws I love, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it hurts when it's not reciprocated. Yeah. Right. Or they share this, you know, the same view. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, and right. choosing to just have so much love and compassion towards people. You know, if somebody just is a jerk, you know, or an mm-hmm. asshole, instead of fighting back, just looking at them and being like, oh, they, they're going through something, yeah, you know, exactly. knowing right. that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. Yeah, I realize, like, a lot of it has nothing to do with you. I yeah. mean, like, if, if you're a dick and the person's hurt, yeah, that that's something to do yeah. with you, but, like, even then, yeah, like you just said, like, where, why were you being a dick? Where was this coming from? Like, right. yada, yada. Having a healthy communication and talking it out and not getting personally hurt mm-hmm. because you have this, like, higher understanding. Like, okay, this person is hurting or something happened to them that's acting, making them act this way. Like, let's try to understand that, not, not the yeah. event itself what's behind it and even as a partner i value like if there's an issue you're dealing with it as a team you know it's both of you against the problem against the problem not the problem separating Mm -hmm. you two right you know Mm -hmm. some people aren't ready to face that a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know but we all have a choice yeah and you can it's easier to choose to just you know go down that road versus doing the work, but it's so rewarding to do the work and become a better person because when you are, you're becoming a better version of yourself for you, for the people around you, right? you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And choice has been a really big word for me lately. Like I'm realizing even happiness or how you view your circumstance, everything is a choice. Yeah, it is. You can accept your reality as just completely terrible or you can see it as an opportunity for growth and you can choose to be overwhelmed by it you can choose to be sad or you can choose to be happy and joyful like i know it sounds easy and it sounds kind of dumb but like it's facts (laughs) yeah Yeah. i always say to people too you know because at the end of the day, we are all responsible for ourselves. Right. You know, people will be like, he made me so mad. No, you made yourself mad, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And choosing to not let somebody affect you in that way, 
and I totally lost my train. I thought I was going some, oh yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> so, you know, I choose to be happy. I'm happy all the time mm -hmm. and I still go through things and feel, but I, I like feeling happy. It right. makes me feel good. I don't like feeling angry or sad. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It's just a whole new world. Yeah. I'm floating up here all the time and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but it takes like a really solid belief in yes. the fact that you are worthy. You're born worthy. You're born divine. You're born yep. to be loved. You're born of love. I know this kind of delves more into the spiritual aspect, um, but you're made of light you're made for great things. The universe is in favor of you. Like when you really believe these things to be true, when stuff happens to you, you're just like, okay, like, yeah, <laughs> like I know the truth about myself. So I'm going to choose this side. Cause like, what's the other side? Yeah. Pain, misery, self guilt, right. like all mm -hmm. this crap that's dragging you down. And it's like, I personally, like I'm tired of that. Yeah. It is not serving me. And, and I don't think not, it serves anybody. No, and it's not anybody's fault. You know, we're programmed from, you know, a child from right. the adults around us. And it's not their fault either. No. You know, how can they teach you how oh. to love yourself if they weren't taught that? Right. I was you know? talking about this right in my men's group. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh, wait, tonight? Tonight, yeah. I can, like, show you the... Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that so much. Because the topic was about self-love, you know? And, yeah, part of it, part of the paragraph was exactly what you said. Like, you know, like, we get these traumas because our caregivers did not give us the nurture or love that, you know, we needed at that time. But, it, yeah, it wasn't their fault because, like, they did the best they can. They taught what they were taught. And taught you know? they what yeah. they were taught, you mm -hmm. know. And it's, like, it's actually our responsibility yes. to heal and to transcend and for that pain to stop with us. Yes. So we don't perpetuate that. Yep. And we are the generational curse breakers. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that's why it's so important, too, like, in relationships, not even romantic relationships, but you know, friendships, siblings, yeah. you know, learn that other person, learn their upbringing because everybody has trauma. And when you're in conflict all the time, instead of being in conflict, learn where that came choose. from. Yeah, yeah. Choose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Choose to see past the conflict. Yeah. Choose to see the other side. Choose understanding. Choose communication. Yes. Choose love. Yes. Choose love. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before we wrap this episode up, you just went and did ayahuasca. That is oh, something yeah. I am dying to do. You haven't done it yet either, no, right? No. I mean, I've done everything else there is out there for the <laughs> most part. Um, but ayahuasca is something that I just, I mean, I've watched so many documentaries on it. <laughs> I've listened to podcasts about it. And you just what up and flew and went to a retreat and did it. We want to know about that. Like, how was it? Yeah. Well, I can't share like too many of the specific <laughs> what details. What can you about... share? Yeah, I'll definitely share what I can share. Um, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were you sick, throwing up, and like, is it that extreme? Like, you. Well, let's not start there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> well, okay. I always say like everyone should do ayahuasca, but everyone's not ready to do ayahuasca. It's not a drug. It's medicine. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't. Like, yes, it's it's plant medicine. Yes, it's a hallucinogenic, but. 
when done with intention and then ceremony, you're it's with the intention of healing. And you know, whenever I do plant medicine, that's the intention is mm-hmm. to, li- to you know to live your best self and have a spiritual journey and do inner healing work. Like that's intention setting. Intention yeah. setting, right? So, um, yeah, ayahuasca. I'm not. super educated in it i know it is uh originated in peru um it's from the ayahuasca plant which is kind of like a tree or vine i believe do you feel different since you did it Uh, yeah 100 percent. okay i definitely felt like it's contributed to more of my spiritual awakening but what it is at least in a ceremonial setting is you come to a place there'll be a shaman and the shoot what's the word guardian okay yeah okay so there'll be a shaman and then there'll be different guardians and it's a very controlled environment with the intention of healing and spiritual growth right so and the shaman will everything's prepared like even the week before you go it's it's very it's strict and you can only be as strict as you want it to be. But if mm-hmm. you want the full experience, like you kind of need to prepare your body. So um, it was like no animal products mm-hmm. in your food. You know, I was, I was already vegan, so it didn't matter that much. But also like no caffeine, no sex. You really want to prepare your body to okay. be like pristine to get the best out of it. Yeah. And so you set the intention and, you know, the shaman explains everything because everyone's journey is different and it doesn't matter if you've already been all each time your journey will be different there's no time it's ever the same and it's not only a personal journey it's also a collective journey of the other participants who are there um and it's actually really amazing to watch you know when you can (laughs) (laughs) to see you know how other people are uh, going through their stuff and you're offered the medicine and you take it and for me it tasted like ground up dirt dirt and (laughs) (laughs) cinnamon and like it wasn't the best uh to ingest that's what i hear (laughs) but you know you're like okay you know i want to do this i'm here you know so you kind of just choke it down right then about an hour later you're offered the second dose and then are you feeling anything in that hour uh some people do okay and for me it kind of took until the second dose a little bit after the second dose for it to actually start having an effect and during your journey yeah there's what they call purging and Mm. there's different ways you can purge (laughs) okay you know you could cry tears right you could sweat you could throw up Mm -hmm. or you can shit (laughs) (laughs) not yeah you you don't like shit in your pants you know you're Well, hope that. <laughs> but I mean, I heard that. Too. It, it might happen. I don't know. Oh. It didn't happen. Yeah, because your body's purging all of that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be assisted to the the, oh. the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, it's part of, and how it's seen is like, it's being, whatever you're bottling up, it's mm-hmm. being taken out of you. I mean, yes, you're also being 
poison. You can see it from that perspective. But um, your whole reason for going is to purge these things that are no longer serving you, these limited beliefs. And what ayahuasca does is uh, it really peels open your consciousness and just goes into your subconscious and just takes out the trash. So cool. And everyone's experience is different, so I can only speak for myself. For the first part of it, it was a very visual experience for me. At first, it was just... I have a very, like, nature theme in my Mm -hmm. life, so... It was a lot of vines and flowers, but pixelated and tessellated and fractal. Are you typically a visual person? Like, Yeah. Okay. Like you can see visual pictures in your mind and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there was that part, lots of color, lots of... It's really hard to describe. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like we have like an old broken like TV or computer screen, you know, those like... Or those little, RGB you know, things colors. you used to look in as a kid and twist them. Right. The, oh, yeah. What were those called? Like something scope or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of like that. The only time I've ever seen images like that was yeah. when I did DMT. Like, I didn't whew. have like a kaleidoscope, <laughs> like circular effect, but there was definitely like really vivid colors within a nature theme that was, yeah, like pixelating and fractal. Fractalized? I don't know if that's right, but like... Fra- Word now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and tessellating, you know, and that was like the visual trip, initial trip, you know. And then what happens is, at least I call it kind of like the second stage, is after your visual experience, you start having your more emotional mm. and spiritual experience. So, like, I went on quite a few different, like, what I call micro journeys because I would go through a journey be done with it come back to and then a different one yeah and then I kind of how fall long into did it a last like I don't know you oh really don't oh you don't okay there is <laughs> yeah time doesn't exist yeah <laughs> so uh um do I share what I went through I that's up to you yeah. I mean yeah, I share everything. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> I mean, if it's personal Yeah, to you, if that's up to yeah, you. We can save it, that for another time. Yeah, because it's like, what yeah. I experience is not going to be right, something exactly. somebody else experiences. But yeah. when a lot of the visual and your emotional journey is really brought up by what you're feeling and thinking. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but if you're feeling something, even in the subconscious it'll be brought out and you will be processing that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And the more you surrender to it, the more benefit you'll get out of it. Then the more you resist, the more you will suffer. Would you do it again? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We definitely got to do it. (laughs) But everyone's different. Like Mm -hmm. I've met someone that did it 30 times and a few times it was just like for them, nothing really came out of it. But the time... You know that I was with them. Like when I, what I witnessed was they got out so much. So much happened. Yeah. And so, just depends where you're at. It really depends. Yeah, Yeah. and really depends on your journey. But overall, it was a really magical, beautiful, and spiritual experience. Like even. Even the food that we ate was, like, so good, you know. It was all plant-based, but, like, our chef that was there, 
her artistic ability and the food she made was like a part of her yeah like her expression of her individualism and like her love and you could just taste the love like (laughs) i know like you're on medicine but like even the people you're with like you were all there for the same reason you know Mm -hmm. and just the even this is this is even before the medicine just everyone's love and like community and support and uh, i know for me personally there was one man there that was it was his first time but it was my first time too but like i was in a state where i was like i'm doing this i'm surrendering i also was with someone i knew so like that helped (laughs) who's also done it a few times but uh I was kind of felt drawn to this one man who was kind of terrified of doing it and wasn't sure if this was where he was supposed to be and like really questioning himself. Mm. And I just showed him a lot of support and love and like just, I don't even remember what I said, but I was just really helping him process what he was going through and just being there for him, giving him space and doing what I normally would do, you know, and it was like really appreciative of that. And you were meant to be there. For exactly. Him. Yeah, yeah. Like we're uh, always where we're meant to be yeah, at the right yeah. time. Yeah. I was meant, that was meant to happen for sure. And just even watching his transformation through that experience was really beautiful. And we did it for two days. So the first night we did it and then during the day, on the next day, we did what um, Wachuma, which is a heart opener, oh, and it's okay. like it's also a plant medicine from cactus. And then again, the next night, we did it again. So it was really interesting why you do it for two nights because, like, the first night I went in, you know, my intention personally was like I wanted to learn my purpose and like my true self, and like I got exactly that. And then the second night going in, you kind of, like, take what you learned from the previous day. And I was like, well, I want to, like, learn how to have the courage and, like, to, like, live that purpose, Mm, you know. mm -hmm. And then, again, I got exactly that. So awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I want to do it so bad. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, Well, thank you so much for sharing. And hopefully you will want to come on some future episodes and talk about, I mean, we all like, we're the high vibe tribe around here. Like we all, I like that. The high vibe tribe. High High vibe tribe. We love meeting like-minded people. And yeah, we are so here for you. Please leave comments or questions. If you want us to talk about certain topics, anything else, any last minute words from you guys? No, I think uh, it's really important to to find your high vibe tribe, yeah. you know, yeah. and to, to really there. build a community of supporters. And, you know, that's something I've recently, um, through my journey, has I wanted to do because it's like I didn't grow up around here, you know, and after mm-hmm. going through my divorce, we lost many friends, which I realized were just, you know, weren't really my friends. Mm-hmm. And making good friends, making bad friends, you know, along the way, but really coming to an appreciation of having good people around you that see you for who you are, who are also doing their work, who can really, like, you can really lean on in time of needs, they can lean on you in time of needs, Mm -hmm. and you're just open and honest. 
Raw, authentic. Raw, yeah. authentic. And you guys just, we just like love each other yeah. for who we are, mm -hmm. where we're at. And there's just no judgment, None. no no making you feel unworthy. Just right. Everyone mm -hmm. just gets it. Yeah. You yeah. know, because it's like. We've all been there. We've all been through it. And we still go we through still, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like, human. These are the people you need to surround yourself yeah, with. Yeah, if you don't have people like that in your life, I'm sorry, but you need to get new people. Yep. <laughs> Out with the old and, and yeah. with the new. But in order to attract those people, yeah, you need to be absolutely. doing the work yourself. You need you to be, be there. elevating yourself, growing, raising your vibrations, and thus you will attract people at those vibrations yeah. yeah so don't go searching for new people yeah, just you work just on yourself be. Yeah, yeah just be be mm -hmm. grow learn yeah improve. Mm -hmm. yes love that thank you for yeah. sharing that that's a perfect way to end so thank you all for listening and we will see you soon